guys and welcome to the Young Fun Single Mums podcast. Today you have myself, Morvani, and my co-host, Vanessa. Hey everyone. Um, so firstly, we just want to say thank you, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. we, um, well me personally, I didn't expect such an outpour of love and support straight away. Yeah. Um, and we definitely had that. My phone was like, pinging with messages of support and just saying how much people enjoyed it. So we're yeah. really happy about that because I know I'm funny. And to be fair, I know we're funny oh, on the phone. Yeah. But to hear people say it back, it just confirms what I've always known. So yeah. I'm about to be the biggest nuisance. Oh god, guys, <laughs> take time, yeah. <laughs> Cause I can't manage. No, but you know when we're on the phone now and like you say something and I'm gonna be like, make a comment. And oh you're my gonna gosh. be like, Vanessa, you're not funny. I'm gonna be like, well actually. My cousin I am said to me the other day, yeah. I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, I've just seen the term dates, I've got to buy my money, and he was just like, it's the life you chose. Oh my god! <laughs> no way! <laughs> yes, it's the life you chose. <laughs> Listen, I'm carrying that all the way through. I can't stand you, I swear to No, but even your cut, it sounds good. Yeah, okay, fine. It does sound good, and now that everyone knows what it means, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So yeah. So, yeah, thank you so much, everybody. <laughs> um, We've had, sort of, also areas of like improvement so yeah. we tried to make the sound quality better i've got a little mic haven't we yeah we have it's a bit professional <laughs> <laughs> i've been professional guys um and yeah we appreciate it yeah all right sweet so on that note mm-hmm. i also need to point out that last week i actually said our instagram name incorrectly mm-hmm. so just so everyone is clear anyone that hasn't followed and should be following it is actually YFS underscore mums. Yeah. And so last week I got that wrong. But um, soon it will be so easy. It just rolls off our tongues. Yeah. And, and then you can also tell everyone where they can find you. I, I, know, I know you don't like people up in your business, but tell them where they can find you. You can only really find me on Instagram. I do have Twitter. I might start using it more. <gasps> but you can find me on Instagram underscore Vanessa Sade which is V-A-N-E-S-S-A-S-A-D-E. And you can find myself, Morvali, at Morvali, which is M-O-R-V-I-A-L-E-E, and that's on Instagram and Twitter. Maybe Snapchat as well, I'm not sure. Oh, well, you just what... gave it? No, but I don't no. know if that's actually my Snapchat. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. but there you go, you can find me. I'm really fun and interesting. That she is. <laughs> <laughs> so, how's your week been? Uh, good, good. Um, I wanted to do two highlights and a low. Uh, low is definitely this kitchen of mine. What's wrong with the kitchen? What's right with the kitchen? It's obviously being renovated. It's just taking a lot longer than it needs to be mm-hmm. taken, and um, it's just long and expensive. So it's just dragging again. Um, but my highlights is in the madness of the kitchen. There's slowly slow development. So I'm happy to see that the walls are plastered now. Um, second highlight is just I going back to school today. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and for anyone that didn't listen to the first episode, yeah, oh yeah, pilot. yeah, yeah. Okay, so I say going back to school because uh, he goes to boarding school. Um, I say like today, and it's like bloody what two? No, a week after everyone's gone back to school, like mm. all the regular kids, um, regular kids. No, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> really, <laughs> I mean like state schools, okay. <laughs> 
I love it. I've got a statue. <laughs> uh, so, like, all the state schools have gone back, and then um, my son's gone back. <laughs> Can we start again? <laughs> no, we're keeping it because I think it'll be really funny. <laughs> no, it's not funny. It funny. There's nothing wrong with like state schools. No, we know that. Like, no, I just like to draw you. I just like to draw you. But, um, so yeah. So, Josiah's <laughs> gone back to school, um, and I, obviously, he started that in September. And I wasn't sure if he wanted to go there, and he was telling me he hates it. But then when he went back, you know, he told me he hated it. But that's because he wants to stay home, um, or he wants to like not like be on his phone or iPad or whatever. Um, but yeah, he went back to school, and he was like super excited seeing all his friends shouting out their surnames because they go by surnames rather than first names. And he kind of just forgot that I was there, so it was good. And yourself, my highlight, Um, yeah. Yesterday, so I might sound a bit tired or like low because yesterday I went out with um, my friend for her sister's birthday, saying that I was actually the oldest, which is so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and does everyone know how old you are? I'm 30, yeah, Yeah. and um, my friend's sister was turning 24, so we just I guess we chaperoned, chaperoned, chaperoned. Wow, okay, so we chaperoned that's a good six years. Okay, yeah, we (laughs) chaperoned, um, and long story short, we came home, one of us was semi-naked, because one threw up in the car, all over one's trousers, and there may be a pair of trousers on Clapham High Street. (laughs) That belongs to? (laughs) That belongs to one of our friends. (laughs) Um, So I had a really good time last night. Uh, I don't know how I feel about going out on a Tuesday anymore because today has been a struggle mm. um and my second highlight i guess this is more a point of like i'm grateful because last weekend i celebrate my sister celebrated her birthday my younger sister and i babysat her kids she's got three children ages nine one and six weeks and i have a new level of respect for parents that have more than one child mm. because i did not sleep that night i'm still tired mm. today um it was hard but my mm-hmm. sister doesn't really complain she just gets on with it and so it's yeah we started this podcast and all of a sudden i've got this new respect already for parents that are not exactly in my position and um yeah i guess i'm really grateful for that so that's yeah, i think that's a good insight though as well because i guess a lot of your points will come from i mean it was six hours on a saturday evening don't try it i had the baby <laughs> overnight i had all of them overnight <laughs> okay there were four kids in my house one of them was mine okay and okay so she had multiple kids for 12 hours let's call it 12 hours 48 okay 48 they were here the whole of saturday Uh and the whole of sunday basically 48 hours basically 48 hours so now she has a whole new insight on (laughs) 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 have you ever looked after a one-year-old and a six-week-old together no exactly no yeah who gave you their one-year-old to look after but yeah they go right back but (laughs) (laughs) Had them overnight. He woke up every hour and a half. Yeah. So by the time I kind of started falling asleep, he was up. Yeah. It's tough. But, but yeah. do you remember, like, actually, let's start talking about navigating our teens, right? Do you remember that kind of stuff? So it's so crazy because what I forgot to mention is that my mum was actually here helping. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'd done the night session because she'd done the day because yeah. I was out all day. <laughs> of course. Um, but I was saying to my mum, like, I don't remember this. Like, my daughter must have slept right from the beginning all the way through the night. And my mum was saying, 
no, she didn't. I remember you like this. I remember you being tired. And I don't remember it. Mm. Like, I know that my daughter started sleeping throughout the night quite early on. So I think from about three months, I was getting good night's sleep. But that first stage, which I guess every child, every baby goes through. So I definitely went through it. I just don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like something that I push in the back of my mind. Cause it's like something it's because you just do, innit? You don't really think about... I mean, I don't think about how tiring and stuff the first two months are because my son's now 10 yeah so you're probably not gonna i don't even remember it yeah you just do you remember it no to me i tell you what i remember i remember just being tired and just not happy like god what have i done yeah that sounds really bad didn't it no not really loads of parents have those thoughts and i think it's like you said last week it's okay to feel whatever you want to feel yeah um but yeah it's really weird because i didn't and um my mum was saying no you definitely went through this yeah so all right start from the beginning then how did you tell your mom um or parents so i was i told my dad first told my mom second which i don't know why i done it in that order but usually for anything else i would have gone to my mom first really weird but anyway my mom standing in the kitchen cooking I've gone downstairs in an oversized top because I knew I was pregnant. How far along were you? Weeks, I think. When I told my mum, I, I wasn't even showing. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't showing. It was definitely before <sighs> three months. Okay. Um, Sorry, I'm just having flashbacks. <laughs> I'll tell you my story in a minute. <laughs> um, And I went downstairs and my mum said, what's wrong with you? Why are you so tired all the time? And I said, I'm pregnant. And she burst out laughing and was like, whatever. And I was like, I'm not joking. And she slowed down with that knife because she was chopping. Oh, gosh. And she was like, are you, are you serious? And I was like, yeah. Actually, I'm lying. I didn't tell my dad first. My dad had the better reaction because I yeah, remember yeah, my yeah. mum said, well, you better go tell your dad then, isn't it? And that was that. Wow. <laughs> um, and... Can we add some more, like, dramatics to it? So was she chopping slowly and then turned her hair? So she was chopping normally, mm. obviously looking down at whatever she was chopping far end of the kitchen mm. it was a long kitchen so i've entered and she's like a couple meters away chopping 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 i've obviously dropped that she slows down chopping did she look at you that briefly yeah, yeah. okay and then didn't look at me again <laughs> <laughs> um and we didn't really talk about it it was almost just like i think i even made like the decision everything kind of by myself i didn't really talk about it with my mom yeah um so it was almost like, yeah, I'm having a baby and you're going to be a grandma. Yeah. I think it's just like, you know, that generation where I was li- listening to Relationship Goals again, like by Michael Todd. Okay. Um, That guy, I was listening to him and it was almost like our parents just say, don't have sex, but they don't tell us anything else. Exactly. So like, even yeah. when we're doing this journey, it's just like, oh, she's pregnant. And then that's it. That's it. Like, yeah. you just got to- I never had a sex talk with my mum when I was younger. I don't remember if I had one with my Yeah, mom. I didn't. I think my, we had a high level sex talk. Yeah, I don't think I even had that. Yeah, I think I had a high level sex talk when I was about 13. Okay. Mm. Yeah, so... And then your dad? I mean, he was just like, what do you want to do? Okay. And yeah, I spoke about it a bit more with him, to be fair. And then I guess mm. I decided to... Well, I don't guess. I did decide to go <laughs> ahead. Um. So, yeah. And I think that can be the turning point because if you tell a parent and you don't get support i would imagine that could be a turning point for a lot of parents as to what they do next 
or yeah. young pe- or teenagers to what yeah, they do yeah. next. Yeah, yeah. And even though my parents weren't, oh, come and give me a big hug, <laughs> yeah. they weren't like, get out of my house, which some parents do do, right? Mm. And so... Who do? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Um, so... <laughs> I'm <at> three, I'm <laughs> loving. Sorry, go on, go on. <laughs> Where was I? Yeah, um, that's what parents did. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's not even funny. Like, go on. So, yeah. Um, I'm lost. Okay. Your, your turn. Uh, How did you tell your parents? Okay, so my story is a little bit different. Uh, just to set the scene, uh, I come from like a Christian background um, where dreams and visions and tongues are prevalent. Um, so my mum was praying for me as I was going to uni, she was praying for a little, a little bit longer than normal and um, she, after we were done she was just like oh yeah like I can see like you're going to be pregnant, like you're going to get pregnant at uni so I was like not me, like no way not me so um, obviously I had a boyfriend at the time, let's call him boyfriend because we were 19 it's not that obvious okay sorry, <laughs> it was boy- I had a boyfriend at the time uh, we were in church and we were lo- in love and like doing the whole like Jesus freak situation and then um <laughs> why are you not Jesus freak yeah we were all over Jesus like Jesus was everything is everything but back then it was like super heightened um so I would be at uni like preaching on campus like everyone come to church <laughs> um, I sat down Oh my god, you, know you would have been so annoying. So annoying. Side note, by the way, it's funny because people who know me uh, in my teenagers, like teenage years, wouldn't know that I was like Jesus freak. But people who met me like college, early uni, mm. would know me that I was all about God. And then people meet me now, <laughs> and these two people are like, hold on. It's yeah. almost like the Tinder came morbidly. Oh, do you know what? Forget it. Anyway, so um, I had my boyfriends. We were doing what we was doing. Um, and I was always like, I can't get pregnant. We need to stop. Can't get pregnant. Boom. Pregnant. So um, we we knew, but I felt like he'd still... We didn't discuss what was going to happen next. He just told everyone, yeah, she's pregnant. We're having a baby. Mm. As in, like, amongst our friends. Yeah. So obviously, strike one, I want to flag kick you anyway. Like, <laughs> shush, let's figure it out. And then um, we went to Bista Village, went shopping. So me, my mum, my brother, my son's dad, we went to Bista Village and um, we're driving back on the motorway. He and I just finished having an argument. So we're driving back on the motorway and then car's dead silent. And he turns to me, well, back seat. So I'm by one window, my little brother's in the middle and he's on the other end. And um, he turns to me and goes, so what are you going to do about the baby? And I turn to him and I'm like, kill it. And then, <laughs> and then he was like sorry i didn't hear you can you say that again and then my brother turned to him and was like she said kill it of course he did of course he did you know my brother so then um that happened my mom was driving on the motorway it's 70 miles but she's driving at 50 miles in the fast lane <laughs> driving on the motorway and then she texts me um as she, when she dropped me back to uni oh are you expecting a child um just i responded no like I really, I was in denial. What was the point? She definitely heard. Yeah, no, but I was in denial till the cows came home. Like okay. I was in denial, um, and then maybe about I was probably about five six months, and then I told my dad. So I was, you know, because my dad was like the breadwinner. Um, he was home in the evening, so I'd go to sleep 
yeah. just before he came home. And <laughs> even if I wasn't tired, I was sleeping. Um, just avoided him so, for so long. Um, obviously, I was at uni, so guys, I, I do see my dad. And I was at uni, so there was a couple months there where we didn't see each other. We just spoke on the phone. Yeah. And then when I was home, avoided him. And then I told him, and he just said to me, get out of my room. Mm. That was it. And then until just I was born, that's when we spoke again. So I got cut off. Yeah. <laughs> me too, to be fair. <laughs> but we're not going to go into that. Cut right um, off, no money, nothing. Do you know what, actually? When I think about it, it was actually my grandparents that had the worst reaction. They were so disappointed. Really? Yeah. Grandparents on my mum's side. My granddad could not give a heck. My granddad's like, yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah, like, I know your granddad. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And so we've had our babies, 19. Yeah. What's this like now? Because I know for me, wait, did you find it overwhelming? I found it very overwhelming. Like, I just hated the fact that I was going to be a teenage mum. And I think that's probably one of the things that also looking back, I'm just like, who gives a heck? Like, if this is your situation, just face your front and focus on yourself. Yeah. Um, I remember I was walking down Norbury High Street and I had a bit of a belly by that time and some yardy man came up to me and was like, yo, be a bit madder. And I was just like... Oh, I hate that. Huh? But I was, what, 17, 18? No, 18? 18, yeah. I was like, like, dead straight. As in, I wish the ground would have swallowed me. Like, I just hated the fact that I was going to be a statistic. Yeah. All those things. But then, obviously, the choice was ripped away from me. Because once my mum knows... That's it. That's it, game over. Yeah. Like, there was no, there's no such thing as what? About what? Yeah. Yeah, no. So, um, not saying that I was forced to have my child, but I guess... It just wasn't in your family's beliefs. Yeah, I guess that's probably what it is. And also the choice was taken away. So, dealing with the stigma was a mad one. I just think I just hated the whole time. I hated pregnancy. Mm. Like, absolutely hated it. I felt like a beach well. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I didn't fit into any of my clothes. I refused to buy maternity clothes. Um... Yeah, I just absolutely hated it. I got really bad eczema during pregnancy. Um, and the only silver lining was when my daughter was born, her skin was perfect. So I was like, okay, fine, I'll take the L. Um, I was with, I was in a relationship with her dad at the time. Um, and he was really supportive. We, I mean, we were young, but I was doing so much planning. I was shopping. I wanted everything. I was buying stuff that I definitely didn't need. And my mum was saying, you don't need this. You don't need that. Yes, I do. It's my were you first working job. at the time, though? I was working, yeah. Okay, sweet. So I was I So was you was working. using your own money? I was using my own money, yeah. yeah. It was me and him. Uh, more me than him. Um, my actually, mom am I lying? Money. My mum literally was like... Because my dad cut me off, right? Yeah. So my mum was like, here's some money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't all of that myself. I didn't ask. Um, I, I've always been quite independent in that sense. And as soon as I started working from 16 and a half, because I just always wanted to make my own money. Yeah. And so um, when I was 18 and pregnant, it was like, I get paid and I would go and buy everything I needed that month. And it just continued. And her dad would give me cash because for his job, he didn't pay and I. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then... I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, Go on. And then, um, <laughs> when the, by the time the baby had came, I was so prepared. Um, <laughs> I was still living with my mum, as mm. I mentioned the first time, because I lived with her until my daughter was about six. Um, and I guess navigating as a young parent, for me, I remember my cousins asked one time, like, what's it like? And I was like, yeah, it's a breeze, it's easy. 
and they were like it's easy you're 19 with a baby and it's easy and honestly I was telling the truth because it was the only truth I knew Mm. my mum was such a pillar Mm. in my life with my daughter that I didn't find the struggle immediately Mm -hmm. so even I didn't live with my boyfriend Mm -hmm. but my mum was there so she would help with the nights Mm -hmm. um and I was still able to enjoy being a young adult so if the girls called and said let's go aquam I could still be there yeah because it was almost like bath the baby put the baby to bed mum I'm going out Mm. and I didn't even realize that um if you ask me, I would say my mum done a lot. But if you ask my mum, she mm. says, I didn't do anything. Mm. You done everything. I was just there as sort of like underlining support. Yeah. So it's really interesting because I saw her as like, I couldn't do this without you. And she sees it as you did, you, you did it all by yourself. Like, kudos to you, right? Mm. I think for me, <clears throat> listening to you talk was interesting. I think my mum thought I couldn't do it so she took on the burden yeah okay if that makes sense yeah whereas I would say for example early nights I would be like mum listen I'm tired call his dad and tell his dad come right now and take off his fitness (laughs) and then my mum would say oh no you're the woman so like you should carry like the load look after your child yeah and it's very like not old school mentality because a lot of people still have that mentality yeah um but it was very traditional traditional right yeah and I think I always felt like if I wanted to go out or if I wanted to do something, mm. hello, sir, come and get your fitness. We were in a relationship, but yeah. hello, come get your... Did you go out a lot? Because we um, were still young. So was you still out with your friends, enjoying? I think I, 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 I don't, I don't want to say I wasn't, but I don't remember being out. Like, you know how everyone has memories of like being in certain clubs and stuff like that? Yeah. I don't have that because I was at Bible study. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? But... I think if it was like I wanted to go shopping or I wanted to like meet up with one of my friends. Yeah. Or if I was just tired, it was, hello, sir, come and get your child. Yeah. Even if we were in a relationship, it wasn't like I didn't want to carry the burden of um, putting myself out, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Whereas he was open to doing that. Um, but also my mum was, no, you're the mother. Mm-hmm. So you kind of sit down and raise the child. Yeah. Which was... If I'm looking back now, I definitely would tell any teenage woman... It's always, hello, sir, come get your youth. Regardless of the situation you're in. Yeah, because it took two of you in the first place. It took two of you. And definitely, I think the mentality of a woman should be the one raising the child is slightly outdated because we have women who want to go for education, want to go for jobs, mm-hmm. want to do, <clears throat> want to build themselves. And <clears throat> I think the stigma of being a single parent and the struggle comes from it's expected that the mum does, carries the burden. But I think women, it's definitely time to kind of stand up and be like, Mm-mm, sir, this is your child too. Come and get your child. Don't, that, it's, it's not, that's not it. Because I think that, where my mum was able to take on the burden, because she felt like I should be doing that. I think she's probably just protecting my face. Instead yeah. of so people don't call me useless. Absolutely. <laughs> I think um, with her doing that, that allowed him to then be a bit more laissez-faire, like, he could just drop our son back to my house and know that someone would be there yeah. and someone would take him. Whereas if it was me in the house alone, if you choose to drop my son outside, I don't know how it would play out because I'm not going to leave my son outside knocking on the door. But also, sir, who told you you can roll up to my house anyhow? 
Even if you're in a relationship, yeah, because we're not living together. Yeah. You're looking at me like I'm mad. No, I... <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I agree with a lot of what you're saying. And I think what really has annoyed me a lot through my whole parenting journey is that in the absence of her father, it's always because he felt like, well, she has her mum. Yeah, 100%. And because they know that we're never going to let our children go without, they think they can just slack. Yeah, yeah. And that has really irritated me. And I guess we'll go into detail a lot further down the line when I talk about the decisions I made where I cut him out of her life. Yeah, yeah. Because that coming back and forth when you feel like it, it doesn't work for me. I lack consistency. When you say cut, you don't actually mean like, we just put him away. It's almost like... Oh, no. He... It was almost, if you want to see her, go and get a solicitor. Yeah, meet me. And I knew he would never go and get a solicitor. Mm -hmm. He knew he would never win if he did get a solicitor. Mm-hmm. So there were years where he was not around. Mm-hmm. And I think it's funny actually, because looking at that situation and obviously being around, I would have been like, well, I was like, no girl, what you're doing is not fair. Everyone. Like, no sis, don't do that. Come, can you like let your child see her dad? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously we'll tell you the truth because we're your friends or our truths because we're your friends. Yeah. But actually in hindsight, it's probably the best thing we did because, um, because of where I am now and the situation. No, but even so for her mental health and her well-being, right, it's better to have someone who's fully not there than someone who comes and disappoints her every single time. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I cut him out. But when I say because of where I am now, I mean the situation I have with her and her dad. Just yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole, that how we've got to this space. Yeah, yeah. If I hadn't put my foot down, I don't think we would have got here. Yeah. And I think because my foot wasn't down from early, mm. we're in this space where I pay school fees on my own. Or yeah. I don't get a text in the middle of the pandemic saying, do you guys need anything? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm laughing, but it's actually not funny. It's not, it's not funny. funny, but it's the truth, yeah. right? Like, um, so I think I definitely want to say anybody who's in this teenage parenting situation from day one, have your boundaries and mm. set them with everybody and your child, your partner, like work, yeah. everybody. 100%. Obviously, apply sense when you're setting these boundaries because you can't be to work like, oh, yeah, I'm never coming in. Then you just don't get the shifts and you don't have a job. But, you know, like everything else, be mindful when you're setting boundaries, but definitely set them. Yeah, mm. 100%. Boundaries are key um, because that's how you kind of keep order um, and how, especially if you're co-parenting, yeah, it's how you make things work. Um, and like I said, mine were, mine were crossed. So it was, bye. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Later. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess, because we're talking a lot about, all this episode is about navigating through your teens and early 20s, I want to go back to a bit more about, when you're at that age, obviously it is about fun with your friends, being with your friends. It's about me and Jesus. Well, for you, for you it, was. <laughs> it was always about Jesus, but I also was having fun. <laughs> um... I was. I wasn't going. Ch- I wasn't point. going church. I'm not gonna lie. I, I was, was going Aquam. I was going like Central. I was going. Oh, was it Blue Ice? I don't know. Blue, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it was Blue Ice in Streatham. These are the places I was going. Did you mean Mint Bar? No, there was Mint Bar as well, but oh, further okay. up opposite Ice Rink. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what you're telling me? You never drove past I it. I said I was grooming myself to be a pastor's wife, but anything <laughs> that was sin was not in my vision. <laughs> And look at you now. <laughs> Lol. Guys. Um, yeah, no. I, so I just want to... Like, I think 
because obviously there's going to be young moms that listen now and they might be struggling with friendships or balancing social life whatever your social life is whether it is going to church to the club um whatever it is you want to do there is that difficulty because you go from being a teenager to having a major responsibility but still trying to Be be young and have fun and like I said, for me, it was easily balanced or easier to balance because I had my mum. And I can't imagine what it's like for someone that doesn't have that support network. Yeah. And I think you have to find your tribe if you don't have that support network. I know it sounds, it's not easy, but you definitely have to find people that you can do the journey with, whether it's other young mums connecting yeah. online and have, exactly. or even connecting with us, right? Um, just having a tribe that you can bounce off of because at least if you can't go out with your friends friends at least you can hold a conversation with someone who's not less than what three months yeah do you know what i mean you've got friends now quote unquote friends but what i would also add to that is so for example my my journey is i went back to uni so just i was born in december i went back to uni in january um and one of these i say one of these people someone i knew someone <laughs> i know um used to stare at me in lectures and then i used to roll my eyes at her and then afterwards, she came up to me once and was like, oh, um, sorry for staring. I'm just really proud of you. Like, you got pregnant and came back like so <laughs> soon. I'm so proud of you. But then you also have other people who then, in, in uni, no one's really your friend until like third year, you find out who your real friends are. Um, you had, like, I had, for example, someone said to me 10 years later, I think, I think it was just Christmas, I met up with one of my girls. And she goes to me, did you know that Echo had a whole meeting to tell everyone he was pregnant no what's echo wait so echo's this guy who was leading like the fellowship okay at church and she was like yeah he had a whole meeting to tell everyone that you was pregnant and i was just like so what was the benefit yeah but it was almost like these are people who i did fellowship with so these are my quote-unquote uni church folks and they didn't invite you no they had a meeting to discuss me it's not about me being invited that's why you weren't invited what are you talking about they didn't invite you because it was all about you yeah basically yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay yeah so it was just like um you have people who are meant to quote-unquote be your friends or the people you go to to say oh yeah this is my situation let's pray but actually they're having a whole chat and a whole discussion about your personal life people will always chat behind your back they will you, always you, you just have to accept that yeah um i accepted that years 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 ago and that is why i am so i don't give a damn yeah i don't care yeah. you're the heck. um and that kind of energy i guess some people call me mean but it's how i ignore the noise if if i listened to everything everyone was saying i got pregnant young and all the decisions i was making mentally that would have taken such a toll on you yeah and i think it's what's important is ignore the noise and make sure your child looks good 100 percent. my child always look good there's no no there's if people are chatting right at least chat that she looks good yeah 100 don't let anyone ever say oh i saw her child and she was not looking tidy or you know she didn't look well couldn't she cream the fitness way don't let anyone say that about your children just make sure that you and your child is always the priority ignore everybody else and obviously i know there's other things like keeping the house messy sorry keeping the house clean cooking all those things there's a lot there's a lot (laughs) but honestly i think um how you present yourself to the world matters it shouldn't matter but it it does does. as in especially if you're a young parent it definitely definitely does and i'm not saying be fake i'm just saying remember presentation to the world yeah matters 100 percent 
Do you know what? I'm actually having a thought when I say that I didn't really sacrifice any of my youth. I just realised that in not going to the uni that I wanted to, where I thought I was going to have this uni lifestyle, actually that was one of the biggest sacrifices that yeah. I ended up making. Because I didn't live on campus, I ended up going to Kingston instead of Hertfordshire, commuting. I did not have a uni lifestyle where I was clubbing and... um you know, staying up late all nighters in the library. I mean, I was doing all nighters, but I was then coming back home to look after my child. Yeah. So that was my sacrifice. And if you guys or listeners or the young mums in particular, or any any of the mums actually, and dads, take anything away from this episode, picking up on what you said, if you don't have that support network, especially in the area that we are in now, use forums, use, um, you know, groups that connect single parents yeah, or, forget, or connect parents that just want company yeah and I think also forget the whole being a beg situation at this point you're gonna have to be a beggar sorry because you don't have anybody else and you need to build that foundation if you want to be able to go far ahead yeah like the girl that spoke to me on um in the lecture I then found out she too was a parent so then we ended up doing the university journey together she was a bit more similar to you where she went back to her house yeah afterwards but I then offered her the space to say, like, look, if you need to stay at mine, because I lived on campus, yeah, you can. And that's only because she basically came to talk to me, because yeah. if not, it would have just been rolling eyes at each other all day. I had my version of you at uni, and I'm still friends with her now. Yeah. yeah so she was almost like, if I ever did have to stay, or I don't even remember if I did, probably once or twice, it was with her. Yeah. And it was her that I would do all-nighters with. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, even if you have one person, no matter the the scenario or where you are in life, just find somebody. Guess what my person got? What? First class degree. That was really We bounced off each other, but she got a verse. Because mm, um, her boyfriend didn't dump her the yeah, night before. Her, her, her big, yeah, yeah. boyfriend, yeah. Um, but it doesn't matter now, look at you now. It's yeah, fine. no, but we still, like, make jokes about these things, yeah. isn't it? You still friends with her? Uh, we're growing we had a bit of a you know and that's <laughs> and that's fine that's <laughs> next next um we i think the pandemic was a lot if that makes yeah, sense for it, was everyone. A, it was a lot for everyone yeah um but i'm sure we'll be friends again in the future oh i or as close as we were back then in the future perhaps boundaries and i said stop looking at me <laughs> Did you go on any girls' holidays when you... No, what, I said I was at church. What, so you didn't even go on holiday? No. As Jesus in like, doesn't chop you from flying. Yeah, like, I know, but my, like the friends that I had, it was... I, the holiday, we, well, where are we going? Sitting down on the beach, like looking at the sea. Yeah, why not? Why? Praying. Why would I want to do that? You do that now, and you still pray? Yeah, but I when feel like... When we go to Jamaica, do you not pray? Yeah, but I feel like I didn't... Do you know what? I also feel like as much as I was a Jesus freak, like naturally earlier on i think because i was a single parent i had to do the most yeah if that makes sense so i had to just be like almost seen as perfect in other areas of my life i completely get that because that is why i didn't ask my mom i if i had asked she would have been like yeah no problem Mm -hmm. but the reason i used all my money and just got everything done myself is because i'd already i felt like all right i'm a statistic now everyone's going to be judging me let me show that i can do this yeah, and that's I think that's probably why I'm here where I am today because, God forbid, like I fall into all the other brackets and follow the road of every other single mum. My parents probably would have just asked for the ground to swallow them up as well. So do you, what? 
What do you mean? God forbid you fall into all of the other... It's like, oh yeah, she got pregnant to get council house. Or like, oh yeah, she got pregnant to... I don't know, she, now she's got free baby part. But like, just, you know, oh, the, the, just those negative the, stigmas. The negative yeah. stigmas. Not yeah. actually saying... It's life circumstances. These things happen to everyone. But God forbid I fall into... All of them at once. All of yeah, Oh, Jesus. I think my grandma would just... That would be a really interesting prayer line. Yeah. Um, prayer line is basically Satina Case family that have a prayer line. We all log on on a Sunday um, from Jamaica, the UK, America. And Mexico. Since I am like part of the family, yeah, I now join. Um, but you, you already know like the shade would have been at its highest one hundred level. And I, I guess you got shade last week. We're talking about being a parent. <laughs> do yeah, do you remember? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I got shade last week. Um, and Loki, I think you, I get shades because I'm a single parent. Yeah. Not not it's not like from my family. Not in a bad shade but it's almost like honey you don't know what you're doing yeah like me and my husband <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> my husband and i like i think it's it's, it's interesting so question yeah. knowing what you know now if you went back in time would you still have your son at 19 or would you have him at 30 so i had this conversation with one of the mums from his school and i was gonna say yes because it like when yes you're younger what? yeah oh, I was, do it at 19 yes yeah um, because when you're younger, you're more energetic and all those kind of things. But I think if I had him now at 30, mm. I would enjoy parenthood more. Because you would have built a foundation. Yeah, because I've got money. Like, yeah. okay, like, we don't have to worry about where the next penny is coming from. Yeah. Because I've had, obviously, I gave up investment banking because I was pregnant. Mm. So I would have done that investment banking journey and would have been good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I would 100% go back and have my daughter at 19 all over again because I can't imagine feeling better than I do now where she's grown I'm grown and I can focus on me I have a whole child like I, I just feel like I wouldn't if I didn't have a child already I don't know if I'd want to slow down I would have yeah no I yeah. don't think I'd want to because I think when I was pregnant my biggest worries were like oh my god I don't know how to make an apple pie that yeah. my kids are gonna love like I was thinking about what the perfect mum looked like. Yeah. And I wasn't that. So why am I having a child? Yeah, see, because I didn't have in my head, I need to be a perfect mum. I was just like, my child just needs to be happy, fed, look good. Yeah. I would do it again because I'm I'm not crazy maternal. I don't want more. It's not on the agenda, right? Yeah. And so, obviously, I've, n- I've not known adulthood without being a parent. But I can imagine if I didn't have a child by now, I don't know if I'd want one. So, I yeah. definitely, I was planning on having like four by Yeah, now. you wanted twins. Yeah, with yeah. my Range Rover. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the four cars. It is okay, isn't it? But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And then on that note. Yes, on that note, navigating your, navigating parenthood in your early, your sorry, teens. in your late teens, late early teens. 20s. Yeah. Um, Thanks for listening. My name is Morvali and that's my co-host, Vanessa. You can find me on Instagram at Morvali. <laughs> really sick. You can find me on Instagram <laughs> at Morvali. And you can find her on Instagram. Move, man. Let me chat. Go on. You can find me on Instagram <laughs> underscore Vanessa Sade. <laughs> and you can follow us and the podcast at... Say it now. YFS underscore mums. Yes, you got it right. <laughs> Take care, guys. Bye. Have a great week. Bye.